Heartbreak. Wobble. Despair. Let down. Choke. These are words Atlanta sports fans are all too used to hear. Until now. No more negative expectations. No more playing the victim. No more fair weather freeloaders. No more. 38-yard field goal by Morton Anderson. The hold, the kick, it's on the way, it's up, and it's going. The Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. The Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. From the Mesmerized Studio in Woodstock, Georgia, Believe Entertainment proudly presents Believe in Atlanta Sports with your host, Robert Taylor and the Commissioner, Mark Rich. And hello, Atlanta sports fans, and welcome back to another exciting edition of Believe in Atlanta Sports with me, your host, Robert Taylor, and my ride or die always till the end of time, at least until this podcast blasts off into the stratosphere and he leaves us to go do something for like Fox or Barstool Sports or something. Who knows? Because everybody's going to want a piece of the commish. But also, guess who's back? Back again. Max is back. Tell your friends. That's right. Max Freed took the hill today for the Braves. His first start since getting that injury earlier on in the season. And boy, I tell you what, I set the bar low because, you know, first first start. optimism. Yeah, Yeah, you know, first start coming back. But boy, did he exceed expectations. He goes six innings, only gives up three hits, eight strikeouts, and our old friend Swanson, 0 for 3, did not get a hit. And boy, oh boy, it just keeps looking sunnier and sunnier, that, that whole uh, move there to let him get out of town and, and, and keep uh, – <clears throat> I'm having a brain spasm right now. Arcia. Arcia. And the reason why I'm having a brain spasm, guys, is, boy, we were ready to roll a while ago, but I couldn't get my microphone to work. Plugged it into every outlet – then I unplug it, plug in a different mic. That mic works great. Plug it back in, and it works. We spent the better part of 15 minutes, I bet, trying to get just to get my mic to work. But, man, I tell you what, uh, we are inching closer to playoff baseball, and, you know, the Braves are just looking unstoppable. I know we had that little stumble coming back from the All-Star game, and then everybody, you know, sounded the alarm because the Angels beat us one time. Everybody went wild and said, well, but." That's it. We're done. But you know what? We're back in our groove. Seems like everybody's hitting a little better all around. And and this offense is just right back clicking where it needed to be. We made some trades. And and the two most notable, I think, is we got a really solid utility infielder in the form of Nicky Lopez from the Royals. We got a really good reliever who uh, is is prone to shutting down left-handed hitting. His name is Brad Hand. We get in from the Rockies. You know, even though the trade deadline is here, and it's actually passed, it passed on, what, Tuesday at midnight, I think, deals still will get done. It's so weird that MLB has a trade deadline, but then afterwards uh, these little deals still you know happen and, and people still get shuffled around. I honestly think we're fine. Freed looks like he's going to come back strong. We get Kyle Wright back, Jesse Chavez. I mean, everybody's going to get back, I think, right in time for a nice little playoff run, and the Braves are sitting at 70-37, and still the best team 
in all the league, and still we have people questioning Anthopolis, questioning Brian Snicker, wondering what in the hell is going on. Why didn't we go get a Scherzer? Why didn't we go get a Verlander? Why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? We're 70 and 37. We didn't need to do much. And until something happens, otherwise, I'm ride or die. I don't give a shit. The closest team to us is Philly, and they're 12 games back. The cool part is that now all these seemingly little moves make more sense. You get Freed. Freed comes back. He seems to, you know, put all your worries away and um, looks like the Freed of old. So you stop worrying, and then you see that we we added Han, we added Nikki, we are just adding the pieces that we need for a playoff push. But obviously when when you have question marks like Freed and Wright and you don't know what that's going to look like and you're waiting for them to come back, I think Dylan Lee is about to start. Um, I think he's got a couple... No need to rush him, but I think he's got a couple of rehab starts in his future to get him back. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Who did we just get back? In the bullpen or? AJ. AJ just came back. Yeah, Minter. So uh, everything's fine. Now it's looking like now a AA is going to look just like he always looks. He's going to look great that he he beefed up our, our relieving pitching, and now we're going to. We're just going to keep rolling, man. Nothing's really stopping at all. Exactly. I mean, you're about to uh, see something to where we're going to have Freed Wright Strider, solid three. Soroka, you could see him in the playoffs on the starting rotation, or you could see him long relief out of the bullpen. We still got our. You still got Charlie. Don't forget Charlie Morton. Bryce Elder, man. Bryce Elder. You know what I mean. So like we have a a, a treasure trove of wealth. We we shored up the bullpen. Not that we were doing that bad. I don't know. And 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 we're not going to waste a lot of time on it because if we do, we'll drive ourselves crazy and pull our hair out. I don't know why there are people in this fan base that thought this team was so broken. And I was like Smokey. I got into it with some of the 92.9 The Shame guys, and they were like, remember 2020? I'm like, why are you bringing up old shit? 2020 has gone. It's been gone. This is a new era, a new day. We're about to, we're rolling into the playoffs with Freed Wright Strider Morton and an and, and elder. I, I don't know why I forget Bryce Elder. He's having a phenomenal season. We have a starting rotation. And then, oh, who do we have? We got Smith Shawyer. We got uh, Schuster. We've got Dylan Dodd. We got a, a, a guy named Mike Soroka out there. It's it's crazy. I mean, I don't know. What, did I mean, did they think that Freed was going to come back and suck? I did not expect him to have a, 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 the day that he had, but I didn't think. He, I mean, he's one of the best in the in the game. Well, especially after watching uh, what the Cubs have been doing, I, you know, you're a little worried because they. Why would they score like thirty runs in two games? It was something ridiculous. They yeah. they went ape shit, but they uh I mean, that's his first start back. So me, I'm I'm fifty fifty on what it's gonna be. No expectations, just I hope hope it's good. Hope he's got command. Man, he looked good. I don't know if you get to yeah. watch any of it, but he actually looked good. Uh when Tim, Cubs fan at the bar today, he was uh talking shit to me yesterday about about the game, so we're watching the game, and I just so happened to walk up right when Dansby's facing Freed, and I, the the computer said the ball was a little bit outside on a called strike three, so uh, he lost his mind over that. But I had a I had a really good time with it. It's a good looking pitch. He 
He was all he, his command was was exactly what you'd expect it to be, just maybe not this soon. It was it was awesome. Yeah, I have no worries. And I also will say this. There's an Astros team out there that just got Justin Verlander back. Yep. There's a Rangers team that I said last week is the best offense in baseball. There's some dangerous teams out there, but I already know, and I can already tell you there's people in Braves country that are going, well, if we don't win the the series, if we don't win at all, the season's a failure. And I don't see it that way. This is a very, very good baseball team. But still, again, I thought we were, you know, that little stumble out of the gate. I was like, okay, here's our cooling off period. That was just, uh, hey, we've shaken off the All-Star game uh, partying and hangovers and vacations that we all had on that little break. Now we're dialed back in. I just said this before we started. The Braves are on pace to win like 120 games. This is dumb. The- just dumb. And, 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 and fuck you guys with the cheating bullshit. <laughs> we're not stealing signs. We're not ringing trash cans. This is, a good, this is just a team of good-hitting, well-coached baseball players. Period. There's nothing there is no cheating. The, uh, Done. The funniest thing I saw was somebody uh, related the uh, Scherzer-Verlander trades to the teams that are competing against each other um, to when the Joker snapped the pool cue in half yeah. to tell the two guys to fight to death no. <laughs> to join the squad. <laughs> we are, uh, what does he say, like a, aggressive expansion. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I, I know this has got to just tickle you. This is the absolute like platinum edition metting. (laughs) There, there has never been a better, more. They are the laughing stocks. They look like fools, and and the way that they're spinning it is well. We're we're gonna steer in another direction. Oh yeah, you know next year is gonna be a wash. We're we're looking more down the road now. No, you dumbasses thought you could roll roll the bankroll out. And just go buy a team. You didn't think about chemistry. You didn't think about age. You didn't think about any of that. You just said, if we go get a Scherzer, and we get a Verlander, and we get a this guy, and we get a that guy, and we get Tommy Pham, we're sure to win. Nobody fucking knows what it's... I mean, I don't read the New York News. I don't talk to the reporters. But what's it like in that clubhouse? What's Buck Showalter like? How does everybody... How's everybody jiving? How about, you know how they, they weren't? Because if those players, if that team was, was gelling, and they had the chemistry... They'd be on top of the East right now, but they oh, weren't. Man. They got they have 150 million <coughs> on indoor payroll and 150 million on outdoor payroll. Just stupid. It's that's the most insane. <laughs> that's one of the most insane stats I've heard, and it's just about payroll. That's just it's so crazy. You know who I'd like to get back on the show? Chris Rubessa, okay. the umpire. He's a he's a Met fan, and I would love to just listen to him talk and i don't think uh, a met fan anywhere can talk trash to a braves fan if you do you got balls my friend because we've been kicking your ass since the 90s over 25 years we've owned you straight owned you and now you pull this shit oh my god i mean you're you're a joke the new york mets i'm saying it here not that everybody doesn't know it but they are a joke a laughing stock they look like idiots their gm the owner that whole franchise looks like morons you had the highest payroll in baseball and just after the all-star break you dismantled the whole thing and had a fire sale and said we surrender and here we are sitting at what 76 million 74 to 76 million tied up in almost our entire starting lineup and they're locked up for the foreseeable future it's just dumb i hope they start letting Pete eat hot dogs in the dugout 
Yeah. Oh, man. Somebody asked the other day when Pete Alonzo's contract was up, and I was like, don't Who don't cares? say don't say what you're about to say. He ain't – just stop. Just stop it right there because I don't – no. I like our guy. Yeah. Molson. That's what I'm calling him now. I know it sounds kind of dorky, but Matt Olson, Molson, Molson, Molson Extra beer. Bases. We, we came yeah. up with it. Molson. Molson Extra Bases. We did get to go down there, and we sat right on the front row of the Chop House last weekend. And we watched them wreck the Brewers and do some uh, some yard work. One of them landed right in front of us, just just to the right of Mark. And uh, I was too chicken to jump over because I thought for sure they'd ask me to, to to vacate the premises for jumping, making that jump. But a guy next to us leapt over there. He got the ball, but he did give it to a kid. Oh yeah, and his two I would buddies, not, his I would two not buddies have. got him back over. Yeah. Real quickly. It was a well-oiled machine, NASCAR pit stop stop. We had a uh, complete window liquor mouth breather behind us, and I'm not even going to give him credit. Let's Oof. just say he was one of those. Uh, you know, he was he was drinking, but just dumb. Just a lot a, of re- just repetition. A, yeah, and the crap was coming out of his mouth. We had a good time. Our friend Shannon was down there celebrating the big 5-0 with some other friends. Didn't even know they were going to be there. But the biggest news of that whole day, you guys are going to love this one, because – and I'm not dogging anybody. I'm not. I'm not talking poorly about anybody. But we've had, you know, some people say I can get this guy for you, or I could get that guy for you. And we just always kind of like had to go like, Hey, did you talk to him? Did you text him? I have his number. His name is Chris Giovanni. He's the he's the spotter for Georgia football. So he's up in there in the booth with Scott Howard and guys week in week out. I have his number. I had some beers with him. We went back to our friend Donnie's house and hung out a little bit longer. I stayed out too late on a Sunday night. It was a school night. I had to work the next day. But, man, we talked a lot. Going to come on the show. He said, you just text me. I will come on there. And he's going to do like a preseason preview with us. He's going to talk Georgia football. But he's also going to talk about his father. And if if you've been around here long enough – you might have been like Shivani, Shivani. Why does that sound familiar? Well, his dad is Tony of WCWWF fame. He said, he said, I had dinner with dad tonight. He would love to come down there. He would totally come on the show. So when he comes on, we're going to take a little right turn, and we're going to have a, a wrestling extravaganza. Now, he did do some broadcasting for Georgia, basketball, baseball, some other stuff. We'll get into that and some other things, but we're going to talk some wrestling. We're going to geek out. Yeah, totally. with that. Oh, man, you know, and I can't wait to meet him and, and ask him about this because my favorite, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, just because he was so funny and witty, was Chris Jericho. And there was this whole bit that they did with him and Jericho. And every time Jericho uh, came out, he called him Ski of Own. And it just made me giggle. And he used to call Raven Raisin. But uh, Chris actually showed me a clip of him on wrestling with his dad. They had his dad all, you know, arm barred up and they beat Chris up. And he's like, it was so great. Uh, but yeah, that was nice to meet him and I, I have his number. So I'm, I get to call him and say, Hey, are you ready to come on? And and he gets, he's going to reach out to his dad and link us up. So that's exciting. We've had, we've had a, a, a nice guest or two, but this is going to be big, big time, going to be big time shows. And I can't wait. He's a Packer fan though, which, what are you going to do? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, but I am really excited about that. Hell yeah. That's going to be fun times, and that just all kind of tied in together because that, that was uh, the end good of our – Good day. Totally good day. Yeah, we made some big big new connections, and, uh, you know, this show's going places. We are at 975 followers on the on the – I don't know what you call it X. now. On X, X, Twitter, Twitter X, I don't know, TwitX. Maybe it'll be TwitX. Twix. Twix. 
What are you doing? I'm twixing. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Yeah. So anyway, that was big news. That was big news. And I guess, you know, uh, on this show, we kind of roam uh, around and uh, and do some things. So, uh, you know, we can go back to the Braves. But I guess since we brought, you know, broached the subject of Georgia football and, and Chris and, you know, uh, maybe what we might be able to achieve with that, you know, that new friendship. Uh, I want to talk about Ugga for a second. Our beloved mascot. What are we at now? Ugga 10? Ugga 11? I don't know. The commission's going to look it up. But the point being is these... Uh, boom. I know that much. These goombas, whatever you want to call them, these idiots from PETA are back. And I don't know if you know who they are, but they're the people for the ethical treatment of animals. Yeah, okay. It is 11. Yeah, so we're on Ugga 11, my favorite number. Uh, that was uh, me in, in, in uh, baseball, football, soccer, just about any sport. If I could get 11, I was getting it. Don't know why. Couldn't tell you. I don't have a cool story. There's no background. I just, for whatever reason, the number 11 has always rang out for me, and I, that's my favorite number. But they're calling for him to be retired because no dog deserves to be dragged around the country and, and showcased like that. It's just so cruel. And I'm here to tell you, I commented uh, on, on, on the interwebs about this. That dog lives better than some people. Literally. He gets the best food, the best veterinary care. The Silers, have, who have been in the Ugga business since 56, I think, is when Ugga uh, made his debut. So since then, somebody in that family has been raising and breeding the mascot for the University of Georgia since then. So don't give me any crap about how that dog's miserable. That dog flies first class, not under, not under the plane, flies first class, air-conditioned dog house. Usually on a hot day, he gets a couple of bags of ice to lay on. He is kept cool. He is kept comfortable. People love him. So, PETA, just take a fucking walk. Go, 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 to, go to all the interstates of the world where all the deadbeats are at with their poster boards and save those dogs. Those dogs need saving. Not Ugga, not Bevo, not any other live animal mascot in the college football world. I won't say they're not, but I would be stunned if, if any report came out that, you know, whatever university beat, you know, if Smokey, uh, yeah, the Tennessee's been beating the shit out of Smokey for, you know, the last 10 years. So anyway, I just heard that and saw that, and I was just like, they don't have anything better to do. Uh, bored. You know, Slow come inspect the day. facilities. There's other wrongs in the animal world worse than – I'm, I'm sure so many. And, and by the way, it's not a wrong. He, he's Ugga, and he'll always be there. And even the uh, the AD said, "We're not doing anything." You say, "Go away." Right. Walk. He's very well. He's very well taken care of. Trust me. Very, very well taken care of. So let's just leave that there. But uh, yeah, you know, just people. What are you gonna do? I, what are you gonna do? Nothing about that because that is just gonna keep happening. Oh yeah, I just I I just wonder, you know, uh, what 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 happened to them. You know, somewhere along the way, where they where they felt it was their mission to uh, save all the animals. Now, I do have one more small piece of news. Remember last week when I told you I had to be a volunteer for a little while mm-hmm. to do this course to sell my hot sauce? Well, the University of Georgia called me today. Game off. They had a snafu in that department. They didn't boot up their website right and didn't open it for the public. I can sign up and do all my work at Georgia. So the the, the Tennessee volunteer name is not going to be anywhere. On my hot sauce. 
I can take all the courses I need at Georgia. I got to go down to Griffin for four days of their facilities down there. It's going to be great. And, man, I wish my hot sauce is going to be ready in time for the Bird Gang tailgate. Well, you know, October, so we'll still be playing football. Get down there and pass some out. But speaking of football, speaking of football, let's talk Falcons for just a little bit. We're going to come back to some stuff. We're going to circle around, but, you know, I'm just kind of running the gauntlet here. Uh, Because training camp has started. Matty Ice and his little ice cubes were down there today at the camp. Arthur Smith is feeling good. He said in season three, he said he finally feels like he's got his team together. Everybody's been looking sharp in practice. Clark Phillips has been out there smiling, signing autographs, looking good. Tons of fans. I'm digging the support. I'm digging the vibe. And I don't know about you, just watching a little bit of the clips and watching Arthur with that sweet, sweet mustache. I think that's really – it's not B. John Robinson. It's not Desmond Ritter. It's not the new defensive coordinator. It's that mustache. That's That mustache is going to harness some serious power. It already has. And it's going to catapult us into the stratosphere. But, man, it just feels different. feels different than last year. It just feels – I get a good feeling about this season, and I am ready. Get across your fingers and toes, though. Jeff Okuda got carted off at practice today, so. I did see that. Got to really hope. I mean, honestly, I hope for him, too, that it's nothing serious because, man, it's just never-ending for him, it seems like. Hopefully it's nothing too serious, and he can come back, and he can be a, a big part of this defense, but. Man, it's a lot of fun. You mentioned Clark Phillips. Watching Clark Phillips and Drake London go at it is it, it's fun. I hope I hope it's all fun and games uh, after training camp. But but right now they are they're going at each other pretty hard, and it's it's awesome. It's awesome to watch. They squared off in college a couple of times. Oh uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a big battle with uh, those two. And man, I, I'm just ready. I, I uh, I've been having dreams about the Bird Gang tailgate. And lazy boys and, and, and wings and smokers and just an all-around good time. And I just can't wait. I can't wait to get out there. And, and we still got a lot of time. So he could come back. You know, I, I don't know how serious the injury is. We'll find out later. But when, when is uh, the first preseason game? Still, still probably two, three weeks out, yeah? Yes. We probably got to get into September maybe, even into the month. No, no, no. It's uh... – I think maybe one or two weeks out. Hold on, I'll tell you exactly. It's not far away. Not far away at all because it starts the second week of September. So preseason leads right up to that. So you probably got two weeks out. Uh, all right. Because we just had the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. The Hall of Shame game. What a joke football game. I wish they would just stop playing it. I don't understand why they do it. And, of course, they had to parade the Jets out there with, Mar- uh, you know, the little little Martian Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if anybody's seen those. Uh, Kazoo from the Flintstones. <laughs> it's him and Aaron Rodgers side by side. It's great. And I just said and referred to something that some people listening to this podcast would, won't even know what the hell the Flintstones or Kazoo is. Next Friday, Dolphins in Miami. Ooh, man, are we are we going to South Beach? No. No, we're not going to South Beach? I, I mean, I'd love to, but... We can't call Braun and then fire up the Believe, uh, the Believe Jet... They just had some more TV deals going, man. I'm telling you what, Atlanta, we are we are on our way. We're we're the dark horse of the Believe Podcast world, but we're about to shake some shit up. And and, and uh, because hey, we're t- two weeks in a row now. Is- two weeks in a row, we've been able to get here and get a get a podcast in the can. And I hope you all are enjoying 42. It just went up the other day. This is going to be 43. We have surpassed. We have we have far 
exceeded uh, the success uh, that we may have had with Falcons Flight and the host who will not be named. But, uh, man, we're, it's, it's so f- glad. Hey, you know, we're going to make it three next week, too, for 44. That's the Hank Aaron episode. we got to do something really special for 44. I don't know what we're going to do. He was just honored recently down at the stadium. Had a whole weekend, and now they're building some kind of luxury apartments and for in, in his name or something, and it's for high, it's for big spenders and high rollers. And, and that is Fair the enough. antithesis of anything Hank Aaron ever was. He was not he was not flashy, very simple guy. He did have some Mercedes. I guess he's still maybe they're in the family, but he had Hank Aaron Mercedes Benz. He had a couple of Mercedes dealerships, but not a flashy player, not a flashy guy, very soft spoken. So to be I don't know. It's weird to me, but whatever. Who cares? It is what it is. Some developers got in, the right people got paid. I'm sure the family got a little money to put Hank's name up there or call it. I don't know what they're gonna call it, the Aaron Center or something. I don't know. I wish they would ditch that truest thing, though, and just call it Aaron Field. That would be cool. It would be so amazing. I, I wish everyone, you know, <clears throat> now that they uh, have ditched or they have the patches now and, like, the Google logo on the mound and the patches on their arm, like, maybe they could get rid of the stadium sponsors and go back to having cool stadium names. I guess, I guess one of the last ones is Fenway and Yankee Stadium. I think just about every other stadium now is called – you know, Safeway or QT Arena or some shit. I wish we would just go back to the the good old days of, you know, Turner Field or Atlanta Fulton County Stadium or Aaron Field. I just think he deserves it. I think he's earned it. Just Aaron Field. I can I mean, see they, it up there now. Aaron Field. Aaron Field at Truist Park is, is fine. Or that. I would take that. What is it? Dooley Field at Sanford Stadium? You know, something mm-hmm. cool like that. I would, in, I would enjoy. And I tell you what, I'm having such a good time tonight, but we are just all over the place. But who cares? This is our show. We can do whatever we want. We just we started out with Braves, then we went into Georgia and Ugga, and then we touched on the Falcons, and we came back to the Braves. And where, where do you want to go next? You drive the bus for a minute. Man, Listen. there's not a there's <laughs> not a whole lot of stuff going on. I, I mean, Not we, really. We touched on Georgia. I think it's funny that uh, – start practices that now everybody's talking about our, our quarterback controversy and and all the interviews and I I honestly believe whether whether there is or is not or or anything Kirby's got these guys so dialed in that nobody's going to get anything out of them you're not going to get any extra information or anything like that um but they all but everything I hear Carson Beck looks like he's going to be the guy Carson Beck's very confident um but you interview all the wide receivers and I don't feel like you're gonna say anything negative about your teammates there but uh they they seem pretty confident in all the guys that we got and the competition is is what it is because they're all very good so man it's the embarrassment of riches I tell you who has the utmost confidence 110 percent said you know what we're going to Houston are you going to Houston because I'll be there he says it's a done deal Signs Hill delivered. We're that good. It's our time, is Mr. Shivani. Chris said, no, nah, man, we're going. He's like, just get, I'm, accept it now. He's like, we're the best team in college football. It's not even close. You know, like you said, embarrassment of riches. You know, Carson Beck, he's been in the program for a while. He's got the goods. You know me, though. I'm just like, hey, fingers in the dirt, toe meets leather. That's when we'll find out. You know, you can do great in practice all you want. But he's he's like, I'm telling you, man, he's like, because I, I said there's still that little part of me, you know. We 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 we're gonna go a couple of places with this, and I know I've, I may have said it before, and if I did, you can stop me because my ADH brain, you know, it doesn't allow me to to hold a lot of memory in. 
But he was like, man, he's like, it's a done deal. He's like, you can rest assured knowing you're about to watch the University of Georgia three-peat. He's like, it's ours. It's in the bag. And, and, and you could say that at Alabama, and I don't know why I'm having such a hard time just getting on board and going, hey, it, it's not been a fluke. Two years in, we're still new at this, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, so he's convinced. He's just like, baby, we're going to be there. He's like, I'm not saying – well, he's like, no, we're going to win it. Now, uh, Ohio State's going to be good, and you know you know, if they get another crack at us. We're, they're, but they don't have Stroud. They don't have him. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I want that. I want to I wanna be that confident, but I can't. I just know it's a, we got us very – you know, now Kirby says come play it, but we got a pretty pretty good schedule, you know. Uh, the Tennessee fans, boy, have you seen what they're doing? Uh, no. Oh God, they're they are they're writing these long diatribes about how that that the, they're just going to destroy us and 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 Milton's going to be throwing these missiles and it's just going to be such a bloody, you know, bloody Sunday, crazy. Just I'm like, <sighs> so Malachi Starks and Javon Bullard out there, you don't you don't think they can catch missiles? Yeah, well, it's just a fact that they've sucked for so long. I mean, they've sucked for over two decades. And Wouldn't they had, it be nice to be the guy that said that and then it actually came true that year? I get it. I, it yeah. happens all the time. I'll tell you who else needs to uh, get their house in order and, and maybe stop focusing so much on Georgia is Michigan. They have a beat Georgia portion of their practice now. And if, hey, if that's not living rent-free in somebody's head, I don't know what is. If that's not living rent free, explain to me what it means. That you have actually taken the time out and you're you're focusing a part of your day on beating Georgia and you don't even know if you're going to play them. The best part is though it it takes a little bit of time away from the beat Ohio State. Exactly, exactly. And and oh god, the Big 10 people are just Oh, they're at it again on the Twitters and I I try to keep my head above water, you know, and, and walk the high road, but there's nothing here's here's what you can say about Big 10 football fans. They are delusional. I mean, they are. You can throw fact after fact after fact after fact at them, and they will just block. They'll throw up the Captain America shield, just pew pew pew, like like it's nothing. They have they have abandoned all reason. They have abandoned all logic, and they're just convinced they're the greatest conference ever. And I I don't get it. But here's the thing. It sure looks like we are headed toward just two. Super conferences. And it's going to be north versus south, basically, with a couple of sprinklings of people from the west. Texas is coming over to the SEC. Oklahoma's coming over to the SEC. The Pac-12, is, you just told me, is like the Pac-3 now. Some other teams went to the Big Ten. Now they're saying Florida State's going to make the leap and go to the Big Ten. They're saying they're going to try to pull Clemson in to go to the Big Ten. And this is all an effort to try to keep pace with the Goliath, the Colossus, that is the Southeastern Conference, and not just football. Let's talk about basketball titles and tennis and golf and swimming and gymnastics, men and women all around the board. I think they've uh, the SEC in the last 13 years has racked up something stupid like 27 titles. Sounds about right. And we have dominated the college football landscape for a very long time, very long time now. So I guess they just they can't handle it. they they got to go out and get some teams and maybe try to tilt the scales in their favor, but it ain't going to happen. And the thing you said, and I liked this, is you get all these Clemsons and Florida States that have just as much money in, as you, it's going to thin the talent pool out a little bit. And yep. you're not going to be getting a lot of that good talent. But right now, and here's what I'm saying, 
If Georgia goes to Houston and wins three in a row, the recruiting game is over. Over. Not to mention, I sports are going to be so fun for the rest of my life. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, boy, if we can – we talked about it last week. If, if the Braves can pull off a World Series, that'll be two in three seasons. If Georgia can win a third one, that'll be three in a row. And, boy, it sure looks like the Falcons may be brewing something pretty cool down here. Looks like they may be on a, an upward swing. I don't, I don't know why. I've never, I've never felt this way about Falcons football before. I, I just honestly, I truly think – and I don't have any numbers to throw at you. And I don't give a shit about I'm AI. I'm talking about practice. I don't give I don't care what they do in practice out there. Somebody was grumbling the other day because Des, Desmond missed passes in practice. I said, let him miss 20. Get it all out before Sunday. That's what practice is for. It's for missing passes and working on things. But he threw, I don't he threw a couple picks because that the pass rush was getting in and they made good plays on defense. Like, sure. Like just take the good with the bad. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, that's not always what's going to happen. It's practice, but like our, our defense is playing well. So exactly. Maybe maybe he was maybe he was playing fine, and our defense just played a little bit better on that play. And you know that's just going to make him better. Yes. Exactly. So, I, like I was saying, I don't I don't have any numbers or anything. I just I don't know. I just I just feel like, and here's another thing I talk about that intangible. I feel like there's some serious chemistry. I feel like there's some serious bro love happening down there. And everybody is buying in to what Arthur and Terry and the rest of the staff and the organization is selling. I really, truly believe it. And that's a dangerous thing. You don't even have to have the best players in the league. If you got what I think they may be cooking up down there, which is a big old pot of just you know chemistry and being on the same page and communication and all the things that it takes to win a championship – I don't know, man. I, I couldn't tell you why. I just do. And, and you know, maybe Georgia's rubbing off a little bit. Maybe the Braves, you know, are influencing them a little bit. Maybe they just feel a little extra. Man, we got to get ours. You know, uh, I can't remember who I was listening to the other day, and I, I will never remember. But uh, they said basically something to the effect that they felt like it was Georgia's time finally. It was Atlanta's time finally to become one of those title towns that just rip off several and, uh, please, please, Lord, sweet baby Jesus, wherever you are, sports gods, I don't know, just bless us. I'll tell you what, if they could bless us with, with a Falcons title and, and a Hawks finals berth, I don't even need them to win. I just want them to get there. And, and three in a row in a Braves World Series, I'll be done. I don't care if they have a fire sale and stink the rest of my days. I'll be like, boy, let me tell you a story. That's 2023. Yeah, well, when it go, when we go back to twenty, we go back to twenty one. Yeah. Twenty one Braves win it. Twenty one dogs win it. Twenty two dogs win it. Twenty two Braves. Uh, you know they had a great season, but they just couldn't get it done. They they ran into a steamroller that was the Philadelphia Phillies. But you know, hey, it looks it sure looks like, despite our record, we're the odds on. I think right now we got to be the odds on to win the World Series. I would think. I don't know what the line in Vegas is. We'll have to check in Vegas, but surely we're the favorite yeah, right now. I don't know. I don't know why we wouldn't be. But to go back to your point about the Falcons and and the chemistry and all that stuff, like just imagine like these past couple seasons, like were bad. They were bad, and the Falcons actually overachieved both years. Mm -hmm. Arthur Smith overachieved with what he had, but he's been built. He he's been standing pat he's been doing he's been following his plan 
first year, second year. And then we, we talk about this all the time because this is the exciting part. Finally, all that dead weight falls off of you. Yep. And then now you get to go out and you make some moves. And you don't go out and make any any crazy, flashy moves. You go out and you make the sensible moves. You spend your money properly. You you get your team back to, we'll see what it is. We don't actually know what it is. But you fill your roster. You fill your mm-hmm. your roster with guys. I, I keep listening on 92.9. I keep hearing them refer to the, everybody, refer to them as dudes. Got some dudes out there. And, and and that's great. Like when players are referring to the fact that they got other players out there, they got other mm-hmm. guys out there, and the practices are different because you're playing against people of, on your level. Grady Jarrett's out there having a great time because he's not just the best player on defense mm-hmm. and, and, and not a whole lot of people on the offensive line to try to stop him or anything like that. He's like – Everybody and the funny part is that the other thing that everybody keeps saying is iron sharpens iron, which is a, yeah. a real Dan Quinnism. Uh, but it is what it is. Like they're out there, they're out there, they're out there having real practices. Like the Clark Phillips Drake London thing is amazing because they're going hard after each other. Like you can see, you can see the ferocity. You can see when Drake London goes up and gets that ball and he comes down with it. After he got beat the day before in practice by Clark Phillips, or he got picked off by Clark Phillips, he turns around, he punts the ball wherever. I don't know what was in the direction he punted it, but he punted the shit out of that ball because he was uh, he, he was super excited. He was amped up, and this is how this is how their practices are going right now. I feel the exact same way you do. I felt it since we started making moves in the off season. I've, I've just felt it the entire time, like not. They seem unfazed. Arthur Smith seems unfazed. He knows what he's doing. He's going to continue to do it, and he just seems to have faith that it's going to continue to work in his favor. So I'm, whatever happens this season, uh, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't fathom a world where it, it's not as good or better than what we've been doing. It'd be disappointing if it's not better than the seven wins we've hit the last two It's going to be, hands down, I'm calling it now. But I like a word you just said, unfazed. Atlanta fans, I don't know how many of you out there are still listening to us that we pick on about being so dramatic and having your heart on your sleeve and and, and basically just being crybabies, just crying. You need to adapt that into your life. Unfazed. Don't whatever, I'm not going to tell you what to do because you're just going to do it anyway. But when you get on Twitter after an Angels loss and just try, oh, we're garbage. This is such bullshit. What the hell's wrong with Snitker? Uh, hey, hey, I mean, he should probably just start looking at real estate. You know, Und- the Braves weren't doing that. They were unfazed. You know why Arthur Smith is unfazed? Because he understood the mountainous task he had before him. And he still took the job. Yep. He still took the job. There was nobody around the league that didn't know the Falcons were facing one of the most ridiculous rebuilds and teardowns and salary cap situations in the history of the league. And this dude, look, this dude, he don't do it for the money. He doesn't need it. Right. And for those of you that don't already know, because there could be a couple of you out there that don't know this, anybody, Arthur Smith's father, founded Federal Express. All your Amazon crap that comes to your house and anything else you order or whatever you get, FedEx, 
FedEx field where the Deadskins play. That dude could be Billy Madison, Bill, you know, living the Billy Madison lifestyle by the pool, pounding beers and, and just, just Tommy Boy counting it. his dollars and Tommy Boy. And he's like, nah, I want to blaze my own trail. I want to go my own way. I want to be a football coach. Trust me. You know, he, not, he don't need the money. And he all, already had it. All of you people who keep saying hot seat for Arthur Smith this year. You're just dumb. Just, but, but just shut up. It's not a hot seat. Like, if, you, if, if he fails this year, you can talk about him being on the hot seat next year. This year, there is no hot seat. This year is his chance, his opportunity to finally, like, do, do what he's, he came here to do. It's his first chance to do it. So, man, like I, I said, I, wasn't, I was going to give him four years. I'm just excited about year three for yeah. what, it, what it could be. But we still have more to do. We still have a lot more to do. So we don't we don't know what Desmond Ritter is, we still don't know, but like hot seat like what I don't understand in this why it's necessary for people to to put the negative turn on because everything. they're not true sports fans they they don't understand the game they don't understand the inner workings of it they don't understand any of it they're they're purely emotional. And when you're a purely emotional fan, that means you don't get it. You just don't get it. Period. End of story. Because the Falcons are making the playoffs this year. I'm not saying they're winning the division. Wild card or the division, one way or the other, the Falcons are breaking in this year. The team they had last year won seven games. We We damn near did it last year. You don't think with this upgraded squad and the way things are going, don't forget the mustache. You can't discount that. You don't think we're going to win more than seven? How, how could you? And if you're out there thinking you don't – I mean, sorry. The Falcons are going to be good this year. How good – the only question is how good. Do we improve by two games? Three games? It's, it's, I'm calling 11 wins. Sure. That's, that's, 11 wins. That is 11 fair. and six, and we make the playoffs. I just don't understand. For me, the, the problem is, first of all, thinking that – we're we're gonna win less than last year. That's just that that seems crazy to me. It seems crazy to predict that. It seems crazy that you would set odds at that. And and again, we we still don't know what it is. But after looking at what happened last year, looking what we did in the off season, just player personnel all by itself, you'd have to assume we'd at least be one better. Yeah. All those one score games. You gotta assume we might be able to flip a couple of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's very it's very strange to me. Uh, one, how the national media looks at us, and and two, how I I guess I guess people just have can't let go of that like negative feeling that something bad is always going to happen in Atlanta, and maybe maybe you guys are unfortunately like you. Falcons fans are like Georgia Tech fans and not Georgia fans. So you haven't had the luxury uh, of getting your spirits uplifted and and you're just going through college football hell. Yeah. That that could be it, but for the for the vast majority of people who just watch football, how can you how can you think the Falcons are not going to be better? They're not it watching. It doesn't make sense. And clearly they haven't listened to our intro cuz we what did we say? We said no more. No fair weather freeloaders. No more negative expectations. We got to slough that off. And I have, and you have, and 
anybody that has, uh, you know, a half ounce of common sense has, and anybody that understands this is not peewee league football. This is a professional sport. And we preach. And, and there are moving parts. And there are, you know, uh, uh, you know player slumps and, and, and all the things. There's, there's so many moving parts and, 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 and professional coaches and athletes and GMs and, you know, position coaches, all those guys approach the game far differently than you do. 100%. There's going to be Falcons fans. If we drop the, home, the first home game or whatever, I don't care, first game of the year, whatever, where, if it's home or on the road, if we lose the first game of the year, they're going to be jumping off bridges. Watch it happen. Get on Twitter. Watch it happen. Watch them absolutely pour gasoline on their heads and light themselves on fire. Yeah, we we preach cautious <clears throat> optimism a lot. So, like, I don't. You don't have to be. You don't have to be as gung ho as we are. But like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't just already have the mm-hmm. season. Shouldn't be doomed to you. Well, it's doomed to them because they think they know better, which is the most ignorant, arrogant, dumbest thing you can ever say as a sports fan. That you think you think you could call the that's like all these people with the Braves trades, they're they're literally questioning questioning who by the way, his track record goes all the way back to the Toronto Blue Jays. He did great things with that organization and brought them back up to the the the, the cream of the AL. Then he goes to LA, resuscitates them. You know LA is down for a while. He brings them back, does the same thing in Atlanta, and there are literally fans who think they know better about what this team needs to win than one Alexander Anthopoulos. That is the most ignorant, idiotic, conceited, I mean, I could go on forever. Like, just who are you? You you probably kick animals. You're probably mean to old people, too. I, I just, I, I'll never understand it, and that's why I just wave the white flag like the Mets did on this season. I, you know me, when, I, when we first started this thing, I was on this mission, I was going to flip them. I was going to somehow, with positivity and facts, f- no, you can't flip them. They just, they, you are who you are, and we just have to live with it. We have to live with the fact that we have uneducated, just, just dim-witted fans in our fan base, probably more so than other fan bases, I think. It's, we have a whole entire toxic village of Atlanta sports fans, and we, can't, we don't have the cure. You, we, we could go... Good Lord, we could dig up Bill Walsh and make him the head coach of the Falcons. We could, you know, we could go get Lamar Jackson. Somebody somewhere would have something to say. We just need to figure out the like the 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 happy fun fans need to figure out how to assemble like they do. We need to join forces and combat them rather than you know they they divide and conquer, but they 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 get together. One negative word, men. It just I have three words, and this is the only solution. Suck it. Exclamation point. No. But this is the only way it could be done. The only way we could flip these fans back over to thinking rationally and understanding. Ooh, electroshock therapy. Close. Care Bear Stare. Fuck, okay. Yep, that makes sense. Care Bear Stare would do it. Yep. So we just got to find them. I don't know where they live. Got to find some Care Bears. So if you guys know where any Care Bears are at, let's get them. Because that's an old folks home in Florida somewhere. Yeah, that's the only way we, we're going to flip them. Maybe we could learn how. Maybe there's some YouTube videos we can learn how to. You know, we'll all get different jerseys and, and we'll care bear stare them. But and you know what? Maybe that's maybe that is. Maybe we just have to get them on the show when they call in or make comments and just go, "I love you." <laughs> and that's our call, answer to anything they say. Hugs. I love you. I love you. God bless you. I love you. 
Just kill them with kindness. Somewhere, somewhere along the way, you didn't get the love you needed growing up. But, but here at Believe in Atlanta Sports, we're going to give it to you. We love you. That, and that's our only answer. Now I'm thinking about getting personalized jerseys with the Care Bear on the front, the Care Bear yeah. name on the back, and you just get a line of us with season mm-hmm. tickets. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we have to work on that, and, and we're got, and, and we're just gonna legs. we're just gonna heal them one crappy fan at a time, one one negative just, arm uh, entangled entangled. Yeah. Care Bear stare at a time. Exactly. We're just going to wrap you in the warmth of our uh, sports knowledge and our and our patience and understanding of the game. Our Falcons love. And, uh, y- you know, it's just funny how everybody, oh, Brad Hand, none of you, none of you, when Solaire came to town, were thinking about that. Nope. Show me the Braves fan that says, I think we should go get Jorge Solaire. Show me the Braves fan that said, I think we can go get Eddie Rosario. Yep. You guys want to go get the hot, you know, the hot player, the the the, the big name, the whatever. Like these people, this idiot says, the, oh, well, the Braves were in the running for Soto. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Not ever, not once, not I'm ever. Sh- I'm sure Soto wanted to come to the Braves. Sure. With, not with that contract. Yep. Nope. Braves weren't taking. And, and when are you guys going to learn? That's not the Braves way. Never been the Braves way. Ain't ever going to be the Braves way. We talked about it last week with Otani. We're not going to trade. And, and by the way, so these guys are like, oh, what about Rosario, Ozuna, and a bag of baseballs? And Otani comes to Atlanta. Oh, no, man. It's not that. Was Soto was like, okay, so we give them um, like some nice embroidered uh, uh, jackets. Um, some macrame jean shorts. You know, like uh, some Ted's Montana Grill gift cards. Um, you know, Bryce oh, Vaughn El- Grissom for sure. Bryce Elder, Vaughn Grissom, um, and like a pair of Chipper Jones's cleats. They're really Not saying this autographed. stuff. And I'm like, first of all, even if the Braves wanted to entertain it, we didn't have the trade capital to- because anybody, if the phone ever rang or if Anthopolis ever picked up the phone just to run it up the flagpole, I can tell you some names that got mentioned. And it was guys that are playing every night in Truist. Oh, yeah. They probably because our farm there's not a lot in our farm system right now. Everybody knows this. We, we do ta- not. We talked about it on the last episode too. Yeah. Like what you want before we have to pay him is already too much. Yeah, it's it's already way too much. Then we got to take on a giant ten year, eleven year albatross of a contract. And again, there's no cap limit. There's no spending limit in baseball. You just got to be prepared to pay the taxes. But the Braves have never done that. They ain't ever going to do that. Period. Also, casual fan, what part of your fucking brain isn't happy with the team as constructed right now? Exactly. It is literally built for years to come. Mm-hmm. And if things happen in that time, like what what if we what if we build our farm team up again? Yeah. And then we can do it again when it's all over with. Yeah. Like what are you what what do you need? You need one World Series. Stop thinking so fucking small. We we are built to win multiple. multiple. And you want stereo. one this year in Shohei Otani. Yeah. Crazy. That's It's absolutely crazy. And there's there's a fan out there. There are people out there that if the Braves don't win the World Series, it's because we didn't get Otani or Soto. Of course. They it's because we didn't get Scherzer or Verlander. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. But they can't wait to say that. They yeah. posted oh, they're, their they're comment hoping. on Twitter, and they screenshotted it, and they're just sitting on it. Like they it's go, a, I told you to. Yeah, like it's a, like it's a bet. On, yeah, on Super Bowl in 2027, and 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 I know I've, we've said this on the show a lot, and God bless I, uh, the, the guy. I heard him say it about a billion and a half times because he has early onset dementia, but he's not wrong. 
in any professional sport, no matter how good you are, no matter what type of season you have, winning is hard. It's really hard. I mean, what George has done just winning it back-to-back, that was really tough. You have no idea, no idea what that takes. You hear Kirby Smart, he goes, it ain't just us. He's like, there's hundreds of people involved in this. It's everybody doing their part every day, all day. It's everybody keeping up their end of the bargain. Do you know how hard that is to keep an entire program in line? Which they are suffering a little bit there in the in the speeding department. <laughs> that is something that because we're under a Eesh. microscope, they've got to, I don't know what Kirby's going to do. I don't know how they're going to do it. I know uh, the Clark County, Athens, the ACC, Athens Clark County Police have come and spoken to them. But they got to fix that. They got to they got to nip this shit in the bud. But I digress. It's tough keeping it running an entire organization. Braves, Hawks, Falcons, whoever, 49ers, I don't care who you are, Yankees. It's hard. And they're not real adults yet. There's yeah. they're still impressionable children with millions of dollars. Now, cuz yes. that was a good idea to to do that. That's a But that's a whole other story. We're going to talk color. with Shivani when he comes on about what he thinks about NIL and actually and I don't no, I know he knows more than the average bear because he's in the booth with Scott Howard. Now, he did say something that I'm not, I'm like, I don't know. He says he believes and he thinks that Scott Howard's better than Larry. And I was like, oh, boy, that's uh he goes, don't say anything bad about my boy, Scott. I said, I'm not. I said, but we're talking Larry Munson. Probably the last homer in all of broadcasting, <laughs> in all of broadcast sports, the last guy to make no bones about who he was rooting for to win that game. Well, we got we also have one of those for the Hawks. And Scott, so Scott Howard is a little more, uh, you know, kind of down the you know middle. He's not a, a big a homer. I know he is though. He's a big dog guy. He was in the booth with Larry for years. But that was like, ooh, wow, that's uh, okay, all right. I mean, you're with him in the booth every week. You know, you see, you see what's going on. Boy, what if we could get up there before a game and just walk in there? That'd be great. <clears throat> but I don't want to. I don't get too far down the path. But uh, yeah, fun to think about. <clears throat> it is fun to think about. But man, I just you know, I don't know, guys. I I, I don't know. I, I I just I just God bless you, and I guess keep watching. But part of me just wishes that someday you have some great epiphany or like some beam of light comes out of the sky and like your eyes open and you really understand how to enjoy watch and appreciate professional sports and, and, and just get, get out of your fields. Cause Hey, how many, how many professional players or managers are in their fields all the time? Now you can have passion for the game. Otani almost cried the other night and some guy goes, well, that's, that's it. We can't bring him here. And I'm like, we're not bringing him here. Stop it with that. That's another thing, too, man. Like, I was talking with Matt Stewart uh, from Matt Stewart Sports. He works for Georgia Public Television, does a lot of baseball and Georgia you know, broadcasting. A lot. Of, I think he does women's basketball. He's a nice guy. Uh, met him on Facebook, and we, we go back and forth every, every once in a while. And he was talking about how mainstream sports has to do a better job instead of just rolling out this stupid hot take clickbait stuff all the time. And I said, man, I stopped watching ESPN years ago. And I said, there's hardly any integrity in big-time sports media. And I'm just like, when did it turn into just saying outright lies? Like the Braves have, have 
or on the track, on the fast track to getting Otani, or how we were linked to Soto, or just all this other crap that they just keep. It's like the government controls our sporting news now. Well, it's, it, that, that shit is so wild to me because like if you're the first person to break, you see my air quotes, break that the, the Braves are going for Otani or the Braves are in talks with, with Soto, like, I, I mean, that's, that's some real serious clickbait. Because, I, I mean, it's not it's not tabloid shit. That's like some real possible stuff. Look at Homeboy though. That ma- completely made up the lie about Casey Close and Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Then yeah. came back out and said it. Like there, and I I even tweeted it the other day. I said, man, they are so called. See my quotes. You guys can't see them, but quotes. Atlanta sports reporters that are just coming out and telling lies, just right. a flat out lie. And I don't get it. And it is it with the hopes that they're right. Like I so they so. they broke the story, I did it. But what happens? Do you lose all your credibility when you you were lying? You have to, right? Oh, there's a couple of guys on Twitter now. Does every time they say something, I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> that's all. I, I was like, no, not happening. No, that's a lie. That's fake news. That's false. None of them ever reply. No. Now there's also people on Facebook and Twitter who are just professional trolls, and that's what they do. And that just means you're a sad, pathetic human. You have nothing better to do than to come up with fake news to incite other people. Get a life. Just get a life. But you're never going to get that here. We're just going to tell you like it is, and we're going to tell you what. Now, we obviously don't know for sure, but we're well-versed enough, and, and we all played the sport, and we, we've known guys in the sports, uh, you know, the big-time sporting world. Like We know what kind of what they're thinking. We, we know that <clears throat> they're not going to flip out. Because they dropped two to the Oakland A's. They're just like, man, you know, they're, they're a major league ball club just like we are. Just because we're 70 and 34 and they're 34 and 70 doesn't mean they can't march their little butts in here and throw a whooping on us. Yep. They're major leaguers, man. Yep. Who knows what happens? The any given Sunday, any yeah, given any Saturday sport. shit all applies. It applies across the board. Yeah, and some people just don't seem to realize that. They just think that... If a team comes in that's not as good as you and whips you, that you just stink and you're awful and we should probably change sky's the manager. Falling. And, yeah, the sky's falling, chicken little. But, anyway, uh, boy, I tell you what. Uh, we didn't we didn't make it very far today because, honestly, I mean, there's really not, you know, it's kind of status quo. We're like a week away from it starting to really yeah, open and, up for but, us. But, again, you know, we could talk longer probably, but we're just not going to bring up any – you know, and I know I've said this all the time, too, and I hate this. I, what I keep seeing now is, what if Nick Saban never left LSU? Well, he did, so story over. So what up. if Ken Newton never left Florida? Well, he did, so story over. Yep. Nothing to talk about. That's what, that's what I mean, they, they literally, I don't know what their problem. We don't have to do that here. Good Lord, we're, I'm about to wrap this show up just because we kind of covered the bases and kind of told you what's going on. The Falcons are practicing. They're practicing hard. They're excited about the lineup. They're excited about the coaches and players, and the fans are out there. I mean, I've seen pictures and, and practices covered up. You know, I get a good feeling about it. The Braves are as hot as they've ever been. They're rolling, you know, down to the last month. Freed's back. He had a great outing. Kyle Wright's going to be back soon enough. Everybody's, you know, here and hitting, and we're looking good, and, and Georgia's, gosh, stacked to the gills with talent. Guy probably going to land the number one recruiting class in this year. These, these guys were signing. We're going to sign this winter. Probably going to land at number one. We just, you know, uh, the Hawks have been silent. I haven't heard much out of the Hawks since you know um, Dejounte signed the extension, and 
not a lot going on. But we'll. I mean, they're going to start practicing here pretty soon too. Don't they report for some summer workouts and stuff? Probably later, later in August or September. Oh yeah, everything's about to start going. So you know, but oh there's. Oh my god, I totally forgot. We have to say goodbye to Felipe Franks. The uh, Felipe Franks experiment is finally over. Is now done. They have released him and let him go. Good luck, Felipe, wherever you land. I uh, I hope you. I hope maybe you're not like Tebow and the you know uh, whatever the Falcons had in store for you uh, tight end wise. Like I hope you're not hell bent on uh, you know being a starting quarterback because you probably could make a splash on another team uh, being a being a tight end. The guy's got hands, you know. He, he had a couple of nice catches, but yeah, man. Every, uh, you know, th- th- some weeks there's uh, plenty to talk about, and some weeks there isn't. <clears throat> I kind of uh, rather enjoyed our uh, our uh, pizza roundtable. Maybe next week we'll do tacos or something. Each week we'll pick a, uh, you know, like a, a new food to talk about or something because we love food here. But, man, more importantly, though, uh, we just want to tell you, man, you guys keep coming out. Keep supporting your team. Keep the, keep the positive mental attitude and come down and stop by the Bird Gang tailgate. We're going to try to cook up some goodies for you, maybe like some, uh, some coasters or koozies or, or just something. Not not garbage, not some stupid little trinket. Something you might be able to use with our logo on it. Come meet us. Come talk sports with us. We're gonna uh, we're gonna be out there. I, I'm so excited to be able to finally be a part of an Atlanta Falcons football Sunday because it has been quite some time. It was it's been very rare in the course of my life that I've been able to get down there regularly. But I don't work Sundays. You guys know that if you've been tuning in. And for those of you who are tuning in, I see the downloads. Seriously, 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 from the bottom of my heart, I, I do thank you. I'd still come here if we only got two downloads, but thank uh, you, thank you, thank you. You know, we got to get back on track because we did say, you know, we kind of fizzled out. You know, just life got in the way scheduling. But hey, we're two weeks in a row. We're gonna have another one next week. I promise you. Uh, you know, the wheels launching a podcast sometimes the wheels move slow, but we've we're gonna get some training. We're gonna kick off this uh, live show sooner rather than later. And man, it's just fun to come in here and get on the mic and uh, you know get out get out some stress, relax from a long week of work. But uh, with that, guys, like I said, man, if you see us out, if you see our ugly mugs, give us a go Braves, give us a go Falcons, give us a go whatever, United Dogs. No no techie stuff, though. Sorry, you guys are like the redheaded stepchildren of the Atlanta sports world. You got to tighten it up some. I hope wrote Coach Brent Key gets you guys uh, working again. He did say he was pretty pissed off that when they talk about college football rivalries that Georgia, Georgia Tech is not mentioned anymore. So he's kind of got a mission to bring Georgia back or uh, Georgia Tech back to uh, national prominence. I don't know if he'll be able to do it. We'll see. He, he played it, played at tech back in the day. So it'd be, and that would be, I, I would really actually kind of enjoy that, but God knows we've been kicking too. tech's ass for 25 years. So don't, don't fuck up and let them win one or they'll be just raking us over the coals somehow. But uh, yeah, hopefully coach Brent key can bring the, bring the jackets back and uh, you know, bring a little class and respect and uh, everything back into that program. And they can get back to some winning ways. And maybe this, uh, you know, this showdown won't be a, eh, George will show up and beat your ass for four quarters and then go home. I, I would love to see a little comp- more competition. I'd love to go in and go, hey, man, Tech's tough. They got a tough squad. This is going to be a game. And now, now, last year's game that we went to was a little, you know, uh, dicey. <laughs> I don't think it's because Tech was good. I just, I don't know. I think it took a minute for Georgia to be like, okay, like, yeah, we, we got to play today. Because uh, it, was, it was a little close there for a little while. But uh, like we said, guys, man, enjoy the playoffs. Enjoy the rest of the season. Enjoy kickoff when it comes up. Let's let's sell out Mercedes-Benz game one. Let's sell out the Benz for the first Falcons home game. I'm sure it's we will. Be packed. I'm telling you, there's something in the air. 
You may not believe me, but you're going to see. All will be revealed. There is something in the air with these Atlanta Falcons this year, and I'm a believer, and you should believe too because we are Believe in Atlanta Sports. And until next week, guys, we love you. Have a great weekend. Good night. Do you believe? 